0: Welcome to another episode of Jerry and Eric Talk. Today I'm joined by V from the Play Choices podcast. We got together to discuss choices and five things that frustrate her about the game and the company Pixelberry. We had a great discussion. It was really fun and we hope you enjoyed. it and we thank you for joining. Hey. V, how's it going?
1: It's going. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing good. Thanks for joining the podcast.
1: I'm happy to be here. I feel like it's way long overdue.
0: Yes. We've been trying for a while to find a topic. Yeah. <laughs> Finally I trying just like, to find something. Doing one on choices. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we tried not to do one on choices, but I we, think we tried
0: really hard. <laughs> <We> tried really <laughs> hard. Nothing, a, nothing clicked.
1: It was a valiant effort, but I think the things that i feel comfortable speaking about on a podcast is in like what i have enough knowledge on to discuss versus what you have enough knowledge on to discuss i don't know if there's a whole ton of overlap there yeah
0: (laughs) choices is definitely the uh the 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 meeting point for us yeah yeah
1: we wouldn't have connected on wrestling i don't think
0: no (laughs) i don't think that would have wrestling wasn't gonna work yeah I I don't think I'll do another one on the, That's actually our least play least, least listen to podcast so I don't see us doing another one on the wrestling anyways.
1: I mean, I I'm a full fan and believer in recording what is the most fun for you to record. Oh, yeah, like... I'm
0: I'm I'm not doing this to make money or anything. I'm doing yeah. this cuz I'm bored most of the time. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's pretty much how uh PCP came is I just I, I wanted to talk about books that no one that I knew was reading, so I forced my friend to read
0: it <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we're here.
0: Lucas download us now.
1: No, pretty much. I was like, have you ever played one of those <laughs> like like book games on your phone and he was like yeah i've played episode and i was like cool go download choices and we're doing this on a weekly basis now
0: (laughs) yes for for those that don't know and pretty much i'm pretty sure anybody that listens to this one knows who v is she's a host of play choices podcast uh, which she does with her friend lucas uh, which almost weekly they release it Uh, usually they talk about a a certain book a few chapters sometimes they have choices chats with a guest host and they're coming up on their one year anniversary of relaunching the podcast. Oh my
1: God. Yeah. I think that's not this weekend, but next weekend. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm going to send a message because I'm the one that suggested this. <laughs> I'm like, have I suggested it? Don't send a message. It's like, hey, everybody, go do this. I'm not doing it. Yeah. It's <laughs> Groovy and, Lu- and Lucas.
1: You know, that's kind of the sentiment I get from all of our episodes. So it would fit in (laughs) on the year, the year anniversary one.
0: I'm pretty nice with talking about your podcast for the most part.
1: I think everyone else is for the most part. That's why I kind of like secretly love hate mail because, like, I'm just like, I want to know which one of my totally irrelevant opinions about. A book that has no impact ultimately on any of our lives pisses someone off. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, you, you you guys definitely say things I don't agree with more about yeah. this than you. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> never to the point where I'm like, I mean, it, it's choices. I'm, you, know, you don't take why anybody takes it so seriously.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I think, you know, and it's, I'll say this with the caveat that I understand that 99% of people who play choices understand that. But there is a the 1% that doesn't. And it's just funny. Like, <laughs> there's nothing else you can do other yeah. than laugh.
0: <laughs> I mean, like, Wolfbride brings out the worst of them. Like,
1: oh my God. You make
0: a comedy of Wolfbride. Like, I, I'm pretty sure I've had like six people block me now because of my takes on Wolfbride.
1: It's so funny. It's I'm so like, you're funny. allowed
0: to like it, but don't say it's not toxic.
1: Right like well i
0: like it but at least be honest about what the content is
1: didn't you and i both get blocked by the same person
0: yeah and Fishy and yeah Jay.
1: quite a few people <laughs> got blocked by that person because they were just <laughs> having a day i forget
0: who it was but they blocked somebody that wasn't even in the conversation but
1: yeah i can't even like,
0: this person talks to them i'm blocking them too
1: yeah wasn't maybe it brandon over... VIP. No, I think Brandon was the one person who didn't get blocked and he was like, What's okay. going on? <laughs> um, but wasn't it over like VIP, like people complaining about that's what it was, it was over people complaining about the VIP schedule
0: yeah. oh that was the first one. The the last one that happened was um I I I I posted how I thought Wolf Bride was toxic, and you know you're allowed to like it, but don't pretend it's not toxic.
1: Right. And then
0: they were like, "Well, it's not toxic. It's who they are." I'm like, "I'm Native American. I, I actually know people who believe in shapeshifting."
1: Well, that's also
0: very. They're not going. They're not going and kidnapping people.
1: So, like, if I okay, so like, let's say hypothetically, I say something that's like racist, right? Am I allowed to say it's not racist? It's just who I am. Like are we allowed to write off all toxic behavior by just saying it's exactly. just who or, or we are
0: homo- <laughs> or homophobic? Like
1: right. Like, like anything oh, that, that's offensive. Just fam-
0: that's just who my family is. It's
1: okay. I'm gonna it's- start using that now the next time <laughs> that someone disagrees and is like offended by an opinion that I say on the podcast and say it's, it's just d- who it- I am. It-
0: it's just who my family is.
1: It's just who I
0: am. We we've always kept kidnapped people. Why do yeah. we change now? <laughs>
1: We've always tried to force people to have our children. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the way we are. <laughs> we, we've
0: always threatened to kill people who tried to leave the tribe. Yeah. You know, it's just who we are. Just accept it.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: we're not toxic. You're toxic for saying we're toxic.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So do you guys got good, uh, big plans for the one year anniversary?
1: Um, you, don't, you
0: don't have to drop any, but you have, you have plans I'm, for it? Or are no, you just going to let it escape f- by?
1: Yeah, I, we have decided to do another like choices challenge for the anniversary, so that's already been recorded, um, which was fun. And then this upcoming weekend, I don't know when you're planning on editing and releasing this. But um, I also apologize if there's creaking in the background because my chair decided to start screaming for some reason That's as fine. soon as I started talking.
0: I was but... playing with a, a Rubik's Cube when I recorded your okay. podcast. So
1: <laughs> like, what's that sound? I was
0: like, oh, yeah, I'm playing with a Rubik's Cube. I'll put it away. <laughs> so...
1: Uh, this upcoming weekend, which is the weekend before our our one year, is uh, we we're revisiting Write or Die because that was the first book that we've <laughs> ever recorded an episode on. So I was like, Here why go, not? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's kind of the schedule for like the next two weeks that i figured out. And then I'm planning on doing a stream on February 6th, which is like the actual day of the anniversary unfortunately the episode just because we're on a saturday schedule does not come out on the actual anniversary day but i am planning to do a stream on the 6th just to kind of commemorate it and i know i haven't done a stream in like a while after i like kind of uncommitted (laughs) to (laughs) my previous stream schedule so it's gonna be interesting going back to like being live
0: life gets in the way sometimes
1: yeah pretty much just yeah just wanted more time for my personal life on a weekly basis Mm -hmm. and i don't think that i realized how badly i needed it until i actually got the break now i'm like whoa i can actually do stuff
0: now (laughs) i don't like i don't know how officially does it like streaming every day
1: I don't know I and even you like I see fishy and you streaming and I'm just like I where I I don't have the time yeah. <laughs> well I do, I do the
0: Monday to the Friday like in the afternoon my wife's at work anyways so I'm sitting around doing nothing mm-hmm. so I was like yeah I'll just read one old chapter like right now I'm doing the freshman which is more like me reading and then us ranting about stuff
1: I have to go to Fishy's channel because I was unaware uh, that she was streaming every single day. Yeah,
0: because she does the we do old school daily where I go one hour and then she goes one hour. Mm. And then Wednesday night she was doing she did Blades with Dice, which was awesome. And then she tried Endless Summer with Dice, which I didn't find that entertaining. And clearly she didn't either, since she put it on hiatus until she figures out if she wants to continue. But she does Surrendered on Saturdays every every second Saturday and then sunday she does romance club
1: okay yeah no i was unaware i try to like pop in when i can on the stream but i mean as indicated by the fact that i canceled my stream schedule i don't really pay attention to streams that much anymore (laughs) in the afternoon ones we
0: we pretty much got the same four or five people that join every day Mm -hmm. so we got a nice little click and we rant with each other about stuff that comes up yeah, or make fun of foreign affairs to to mess with Pavel. Oh,
1: <laughs> I forget that Paolo likes the foreign oh.
0: affairs.
1: I always like, thought it was being somewhat sarcastic, like, but does Paolo actually like? He actually
0: loves. He actually loves. That wow. Book. He loves. I Blaine. mean,
1: I'm glad that someone likes it.
0: <laughs> but, like pretty much every stream, we make a comment. Like one of us will say something about Blaine, and. Like today we we're talking about worst love interests. I was like, uh, well, clearly Blaine.
1: Okay, that's good to know because I genuinely I thought Paolo was like commenting sarcastically about liking the book. So I'm glad. No,
0: he I'm, he really it.
1: I now know right, that those so are not. You
0: started in February. The first one I listened to was in March. Because I listened yes, right first after Choices the Chat. First Choices Chat.
1: hmm I mean, it was only like what month lag? It caught up pretty quickly. Yeah,
0: it was. That was the ninth episode.
1: Yeah. And we've just been doing every week. To be fair,
0: I really don't like ride or die. So that, that was never going to click me.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's fine. It was definitely something that was just I just did because I yeah. was obsessed with it. Like I knew that if I was going to come back with an episode to like revive the podcast, I use the verb revive loosely because we only had one episode. Yeah. But I knew if I was going to come back, I was going to come back with a book that I really liked discussing. Um, but then very quickly, kind of like, in, I think I did maybe one to two episodes, like two, maybe two to three back to back, yeah. Right or die. And then I was like, this isn't, that's not, like, I'm not the, no, I'm I jumping might be around the only person who, like, I think I'm the only person other than Choice's Lady who really loves ride or die. Um, <laughs> so I was like, I have to at some point switch to a different book and so that's where kind of the scheduling
0: originally i was just like oh they're probably just two people who are just gushing about how great the book is i don't want to listen to that
1: i mean you're not wrong
0: (laughs) no but it's not all you guys do
1: yeah
0: (laughs) you guys do point out the bad stuff as well
1: i would say it's bad
0: in quotations because you know it's choices nothing's really bad but
1: yeah i would say it's probably like 70 percent gushing (laughs) when it comes to ride or die
0: yeah, I mean, Rather die, but I mean, like, it's not mm-hmm. like you guys gush over Wolf Bride. No. Or gush yeah. over, I mean, even Nanny Affair you guys don't go all head over heels for.
1: No. I, I. You know what? Out of all the books to go head over heels for, it's not the Nanny Affair. I do enjoy <laughs> the Nanny Affair. Like, I'm all in on, like, the trashy kind of romance, but it's not... It's not driven by a love of the characters. It's driven by a love of the messiness and just how ridiculous it can be sometimes. Yeah,
0: and you know when Lucas is calling me out and I don't even like the book.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he tries, but I'm like, what is He's a little bit
0: disconnected. I never talked to this man, and he's calling me out. <laughs> yeah, those are fine words. Yeah, like Sam Dalton. <laughs> yeah it's very starting a fight right now yeah
1: (laughs) it's funny because like when i was asking for ideas and like what to do for the anniversary like people were like one of the suggestions i'm not saying it's like a bad idea because i understand where the idea comes from but some of the suggestions we got was like reflecting on like the best moments of the podcast and i was like i number one don't know how entertaining it's going to be to listen to us just like talk about stuff that's already happened and then two like i just can't remember everything like i don't even know how many hours reminds
0: me of like those old those sitcoms that have like flashback
1: episodes yeah which i hate And I, yeah, I've never, I like,
0: if I, if I wanted to listen to Best Moments, I'd just go to listen to that episode. Yeah. Like, like I have episodes that I like, oh, I really like something they talked about that one and I'll go back and listen to it.
1: Yeah. I, I followed this podcast and they did that one day for like their 500th episode and it got such bad feedback because obvious, like people were like, I literally would have preferred for you just to not release an episode.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I mean, those episodes, they're basically a week that you could just skip. Like, when they deal on sitcoms, you're like, oh, I'm just going to skip this week. I don't need to see a flashback episode. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I understand where they're coming from, but I just, I don't see how it would be that interesting.
1: Yeah, I think there's a lot of ideas that get pitched to me that I understand where the thought and the sentiment comes from, but the actual execution is a little rocky. Yeah. Well, on the other hand, we've had you know people suggest other episode formats that have turned out great. Like Izzy, one of her like YouTube viewers and follows me on Instagram. Um, she was the one who suggested that we do the choices challenge. Like, all the that game was... ideas that I've come up with like require Lucas to actually read more books. And like, obviously, yeah. on our my podcast, like we move as slow as a turtle just because the nature of the discussion so like we have to wait quite a long time to actually do some of the game ideas I have but that was a really excellent idea that we could execute without and it actually is an advantage that Lucas doesn't know anything (laughs) yeah and that
0: was one of the best episodes like yeah this this is what the book's called what do you think it's about yeah like like, that's in A spaceship comes to a farm. Yeah, (laughs) Mary Lou. Number one, how did this pop in your head? Yeah, (laughs) across the void, Mary Lou on a farm with aliens. Yeah, (laughs) what? (laughs) Out of everything you could have thought of, that's what you think of. That's that's what pops in your head.
1: Very creative imagination. (laughs) Clearly, yeah.
0: That's not where my, I would have went to space, like. But that's just me.
1: I mean, in, in a I way, he did, is, so go, he did go. Yes, he did go pretty space in a
0: way. Yes, he just went the wrong direction. Yeah, aliens coming to us on Earth. Yeah,
1: we're supposed <laughs> to be going to them, not them coming to us.
0: <laughs> but it, it, it was one of the most entertaining. I had so I, I laughed so much on that episode. It's so fun. Between that and his hate for Sam Dalton's kids.
1: <laughs> yeah. and, and I,
0: the poor kid like, we kids have, villains
1: We have an unreleased episode of the Nanny affair where it comes up again, and I was like, I don't even know how you managed to fit this into the content this time, but if there's a will, there's way
0: yeah. <laughs> you know when, when you have an opinion, you stick to it, yeah kudos to him for sticking to it, yeah. <laughs> Other people are like, the kids are the only scenes I buy. Lucas like, fuck them kids.
1: Yeah, I don't understand that. <laughs> I mean, I don't hate Mason and Mickey as vehemently as Lucas does, but I also don't spend any diamonds on them.
0: Yeah, I don't spend diamonds on anything at all.
1: You're yeah, actually I'm trying to think out of... I, know, I, I, did all take the
0: the, I did take the scene with the babysitter in the second book.
1: I did too. Yeah,
0: and then I, I hope that sandalton actually caught us, but no.
1: Yeah, the only scenes I that, that I, I took, I the only scenes that I took, I think, were with Jordan, and anything to like embarrass Sophia.
0: I didn't even take those. I actually like Sophia in the second book. I thought she was the best part of the second book.
1: I like her, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pass up the opportunity to throw cake on her again. <laughs> i will here <laughs> my character is just an agent of chaos yeah,
0: that which, book. I mean, she supported us in our job more than sam did
1: absolutely Sam's like
0: i i, I need you to quit the job Yeah. is like i'm gonna mentor you yeah you're, don't you're not allowed to cry you're a woman yeah <laughs> sam's like no you quit yeah and then I'm gonna quit the job and not tell you.
1: I mm. horrible communication. <laughs> they just took I at the yeah. I swear like choices. The one thing that choices is so good at is just taking all ounce of plot and character development and just throwing it out of the window in chapter chapters.
0: Yes, it's like, <laughs> they I, I love... just spent two books telling you about how I can I can't I can't be with you because I need my job so i gotta stay with sophia and then mm-hmm. i need my job because it's my kids legacies and mm-hmm. chapter 16 is like yeah i quit mm-hmm. i'm gonna start my own business which is what I, what i said should have happened in book one yeah it's like you have enough money your kids don't care about that company like you can figure it out but he's like but now i'm gonna quit without having that conversation with you mm-hmm. all right uh so i know your time's limited so let's get to what we had planned to discuss which is uh, your five most frustrating choices moments slash announcements and yes. I'm going in blinds so I don't know what your five are
1: oh it's fun okay so I didn't write these in like any per- like I didn't write them as in like number one is like that, the yeah, most painful they don't need to be right. for me but I do feel like if you can recall it off the top of your head the fastest it probably left the most lasting memory yes. <laughs> um My number one moment that I wrote down was in the beginning of 2021, when Pixaberry announced the cancellations of multiple book series that they had been telling us for multiple years, some of them, a year, some of them, that they were going to write a sequel for. Included in that list was Ride or Die, (laughs) which is the one that hurt me the most. (laughs) Our Like the It Lives series, Our Most Wanted, Our Hero all of those yeah
0: the two that hit me the most was hero and it lives
1: yeah it's just a dark (laughs) time i think it was just really a dark time because that was like the same week that we were recording our first episode back and i saw that ride or die was not getting a sequel and i was like that's it i'm
0: done this podcast yeah i'm ready to delete
1: everything that i have prepared to come back
0: screw you Pixelberry. It's,
1: it's just dark and i feel like it's left like a really bad impression and a bad taste in the fandoms like mouse per se because no, now
0: you know every year somebody's gonna post the anniversary of that announcement
1: you know people are never gonna let it go you know with books like blades now people always comment they're always like well what if they cancel it and i'm like there you guys are never gonna let pixelberry live
0: this down <laughs> i mean to be honest that's the first thing when they made the announcement on blaze that's the first thing that popped in my head because yeah. i went I, I've, I've been playing choices since the, the, the month after it launched is mm-hmm. when i started so i lived through all those books being canceled and years of them telling me the book sequel was coming yeah
1: like, so i, I don't
0: I, like, you're like a anybody. hero for a while they're like oh we have a script for hero we're just working on the artwork mm-hmm And, like, years are like, oh, we're going to have news soon. The script's done.
1: Yeah. No, I don't blame anyone for being, like, very bitter about how that ended. I know, to a certain degree, I still am. But it just, I don't know. I just think...
0: (laughs) I don't actually think Blades is in danger because, I mean, it's a top ten book. Mm -hmm. And I I honestly think that they just wanted more time to make sure they do it right. Yeah. Which is a good thing. It's just, those doubts are always going to be there when... They announce a sequel and then say it's delayed.
1: Yeah, they kind of end up bringing that type of criticism on themselves because they've done it before. And I agree with you. Like, I do appreciate when they take time with stuff. It's just always kind of like. I mean, I'd I'd rather them
0: take the time and rush, and then we end up with a sequel. Like for me, like the sequel for Queen B is horrible.
1: It's that forever conflict that we're always stuck in, right? It's like a vicious cycle. Like PB. Rushes a book and it's bad and it gets trashed. PB doesn't rush a book and they delay it to take extra time in making it, and then people start spreading rumors that it's going to get canceled. Like, there's they, never a good they, way to handle it. <laughs> yeah,
0: but they haven't earned that trust back from the fandom.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, that,
0: that that's a lot of trust that you lose when you spend years saying that things are coming
1: and it's only been a year since the cancellation announcement so like yeah. it's still pretty recent in people's it's, heads
0: and it's not like the content since that announcement has been great
1: no not necessarily I mean, we,
0: we we've got wolf Bride, foreign affairs the horrible third book in the open heart series yeah i i, I personally think the royal finale was disappointing
1: really i have not i hadn't heard that opinion yet i i was under the impression that at least everybody that i know who was like the royal series fan really enjoyed the finale
0: i mean it wasn't horrible just i feel like they could have did more to like set up the lives of your friends
1: Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I haven't played it since like the first or second like Royal Air book, but I did always feel like everyone's lives revolved around the MC, which was very strange to me.
0: (laughs) I mean, it would have been fine if they actually went with the poly relationship route that I feel like could have been there in the first two books.
1: Have we and talked about just, this before? Am I just blanking? Have we discussed the No, I discussed it with Fishti. Okay. <laughs>
0: on different things.
1: Okay. <laughs> it's like, I haven't heard this before. Yeah.
0: No, I mean, the first two books when you can just sleep with it. Well, I'm, I guess you can't really sleep with everybody. Like, have romantic moments with everybody. Yeah,
1: Diamond seems to everybody, yeah.
0: It just, Fishti found a post somewhere that the writers were planning on it to be poly, but then it was just too complicated to program.
1: Mm. Yeah, that sounds because, like Pixelberry.
0: <laughs> I mean, and, I mean, honestly, it would have been because you're not gonna have everybody that wants. You're gonna have people who just want to be with one person, people who want to be with multiple people, people who want to be with Drake and Lee, and then not Hannah.
1: Well, I guess it just depends on like you know what Pixelberry's goals are in terms of customization. Like they've never really been super into like changing the ending too much. In you know for players to have like a diversified gaming experience like i always tell lucas like (laughs) sometimes lucas makes these crazy guesses of like i wonder if you do this if this will happen i'm like they don't build their books like that like no if you want a book to have different endings in the same type of format the only other app that i know who does that is romance club and i wouldn't even necessarily say that's true for like all of their books only some of them like yeah it's just it, choices is not the app that you come to if you're expecting like a mass effect type of gaming experience or like no, a become it, or becoming human or whatever the i'm forgetting um the i'm blanking on the name of the android like game that got a lot of attention but they don't go into that much depth
0: no it doesn't i mean every book has its ending, like i mean there's a few that have different endings like it lives beneath you can die or live mm-hmm. um you know there's a few different endings to across the void
1: right but to me those aren't like super challenging endings to program so i'm sure it was no. fairly easy it's really
0: <laughs> i mean it's the same with endless summer it's really just depends on what your very last choice is yeah
1: it's superficial the, the only
0: thing that affects the ending is your last choice <laughs> yeah I mean, I, I mean, it uh, it lives beneath. The only thing that affects that is whether you took the diamond scene or not, because it depends on whatever your nerve is. What ending you get.
1: Well, even with like Queen B, like when I restarted the book with like without like um transferring over the game data, like I didn't win the competition, but chloe won and chloe was like you should just be the top dog and i was like i don't why (laughs) Like, what was the point of having a competition if i'm going to end up with the crown anyways even if i lose
0: i'll just give it to you
1: yeah i was like i shouldn't have spent any diamonds in the first book
0: the second book the good girl stuff doesn't matter at all it doesn't matter whether you're a good girl or not you're still you're still a horrible person yeah (laughs) Like they just threw that out.
1: I would say that about the second book too. <laughs> or sorry, said, the first yeah, book. <laughs>
0: I mean the only thing that affects in the first book was whether you announce Poppy's secret or not. Yeah. So what was number 2 on your list?
1: Um <laughs> number 2 was the VIP announcement communication. Um, if you remember in August when they put out a choice yeah. insiders and said like hey all these cool books are coming out and then three weeks later released an article saying hey all these cool books are coming out but you As only VIP. get them if you're a VIP
0: <laughs> Which- I at the time i definitely understand but it's actually working out for i think it's working out for non vip right now. i
1: think Non-VIP it's great has too
0: tons of content right now
1: yeah like i see people complain about like all the new books being being vip and like i guess i can see how that was kind of frustrating the first couple months like prior to 2022 but i think right now if you've never paid for vip before now if you've paid for vip and you're already played wolf bride and mismatched and all those other books they're releasing now then i understand why it still sucks but i think if you've literally never play, paid for vip before i think the release schedule is chock full of stuff to read whether you yeah. like them or not is up to you but i think oh, yeah, there's that's definitely like content to read
0: if you're but saying that there's no content for non-vip right now makes no sense
1: yeah, I remember there's, having that conversation with someone on Twitter. And right they just, now there's
0: way more content for non-VIP because yeah. VIP has two books. We have Crime Passions and we have Surrendered.
1: Yeah. I remember ha- trying to have this conversation with someone on Twitter and they just like ignored my, my tweet. Yeah. I was like, well, okay, fine. You don't have to have this conversation with me if you don't yeah. want to. I, but I think I replied to it. Right.
0: Was that today? I replied to it. But I can't three.
1: remember <laughs> if it was. It was sometime within the past 48 hours, but yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Right. um we make I, good points so i'm just going to ignore you <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> i think i'm not as angry about this as i was at the time because like like we've expressed like i think the vip schedule has worked out for both vip players and for non-vip players and frankly i was never going to be that impacted by it because i don't read on a weekly basis like everyone else does because i pretty much only read yeah. to take notes for the podcast so i was always going to be in a place where i was undisturbed by the happenings however my gripe with it was the way in which it was communicated exactly the switcheroo the, <laughs> that they did
0: the, doing it itself it wasn't a bad thing it's that they announced these books coming out and then saying, oh, wait, they're actually VIP. Yeah. They, they should have went, we've already announced these as, non, as non-VIP. We're going to leave those as non-VIP and we'll start the new books are VIP starting after that. Yeah. And then
1: I loved when they came up with like, the uh, the announcements like you remember when they had the article and then like 24 hours later like the community manager had to respond and be like hey we're passing all your feedback and yeah. then they release <laughs> another they article do. yeah that's all they can do and then they release another article basically saying like sorry guys we let them know you were pissed nothing's changing yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> i was like man this <laughs>
0: they're not changing anything like i i felt feel bad for the twitter people i always feel bad for community
1: service but also at the same time like i don't know what they were anticipating like do they really think they were gonna release that and i understand like trust me i've worked in yeah. a job that looks very similar, probably to how Pixelberry is set up. And I understand, like, people who manage customer service and like community management oftentimes have very little that they can actually impact and change.
0: You're basically just releasing. Yeah. But what like, the company decides.
1: I would like to know what the higher ups <laughs> and the management were thinking when they thought they were going to do that.
0: Because <laughs> yeah, like, then they're like, you know, this was always the plan for VIP. But, well, you could have, you had lots of time to announce that. Yeah. At this no was point always did the you plan. Say that's what the plan of VIP was.
1: This was always the the our intention. It just took us a year to execute it. Like, no, fuck yeah, you. So,
0: so you had a year <laughs> to say, eventually this is going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Instead of, one one or two months before a highly anticipated book was coming out
1: Mm -hmm. yeah so for me that was definitely something that put a very bad taste in my mouth i also just kind of in general hate like whenever they rely on like articles to disseminate information because to this day i still see replies on their tweets saying like hey so is the vip schedule is everything just going to be vip now and that like i understand not everybody follows like choices on yeah the insiders not everybody follows them on social media which is why i just personally feel like if you're going to announce a change that big like there should be a little pop-up in the app to say like hey this is happening like it just feels like they really just dragged their ass and did the bare minimum to let their consumer base know what was going yeah. on in the app because it's a big you, change like yeah, cause in,
0: eventually vip was gonna have to be something like that because i don't think they would have been able to just have vip be 10 diamonds a day and unlimited keys
1: yeah and i mean like the vip books that were coming out i mean how many were there five over the course yeah. of a year like it wasn't that much
0: <laughs> no and they weren't the greatest books anyway like
1: yeah like for me personally, I still don't think VIP is worth it. I, I could I could see paying for it. Like if you just wanted to show appreciation to Pixelberry and just want to be like, hey, like here's an extra fifteen a month. Like I can afford it. I really like the content. Here you go. I don't think personally, for in my opinion, it's worth it, but I can see why people pay for it. But I, it's not like there's yeah. that much more content
0: coming out. For right? me, it's the unlimited keys because there's times mm. where I just want to play a whole book. Like, yeah. If, if I if, if I if I have nothing else to do and I'm like, oh, you know what, I feel like playing Endless Summer.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't want to
0: play two chapters and then wait six hours.
1: Yeah, I am not a big re- like I don't even like rewatching movies. That's the that thing. I've
0: like. <laughs> there's there's enough people that want to replay that you know unlimited keys is going to make sense yeah but unlimited keys isn't going to make sense for everybody
1: actually i lied i had i have had vip for one month and it was like during the month where there was a whole lot of like chatter about um with every heartbeat and i just like wanted to figure out what that was about (laughs) so i I purchased it for one month and then never renewed it
0: (laughs) have you finished with every heartbeat oh yes yeah i played okay. all
1: the way through yeah but yeah that was my gripe with the <laughs> vip i mean
0: even if they just said we're gonna start it after we'll make walk uh walk i always say walk to dead me too wake the, we're, we're gonna make wake to dead wide and then after that everything's gonna be early vip release
1: yeah I mean,
0: I I think that, I mean, there still would have been people angry, but I think that would have made people a little less angry.
1: I agree. I agree. I mean,
0: Wake the Dead's arguably going to end up one of their best books. Mm. I think, in my opinion, it'll be one of their best books.
1: I mean, I've definitely seen, like, I haven't really seen any, like, hate towards the book. So I wouldn't be surprised if it ended up in, like, top 10.
0: Like, right now, I think Blades is their best book, but it, wake the dead has a chance depending on how book one ends
1: you know my feelings about what's their what their best book is
0: (laughs) witness oh yeah
1: (laughs) why why was that actually number three on my list (laughs) i was looking down at my notes and looking at witness and he said it and it just really freaked me out is that a good segue to move on to number three yes number three <laughs> number three is witness i understand why they did it i just feel like it was a dark chapter that we all try to forget <laughs> yeah
0: it's i mean they they kudos for taking a chance no to I, it was gonna listen,
1: work it's always good to do a test and learn always good i've put out episodes out there that i wasn't sure it, like choices chat i didn't know if anyone was gonna like that and it ended up becoming a format that stuck choices challenge i didn't know if anyone was gonna like that mm. and it ended up becoming a format that stuck sometimes you do test and learn sometimes they're good sometimes you now you have what seven bad.
0: choices choices chats now
1: i think so yeah i think that's the number i think the
0: last one was the seven
1: yeah but it's just I'm, and it it really says something about the fact that you've never seen them attempt that format again because they saw how much everybody hated it. Yeah, I mean,
0: I, I don't even think it's. I think something like that could work. It's just mm-hmm. you can't make, you can't make people pay to make your to make the main character likable.
1: <laughs> like, I guess it would work if it felt like. I don't know. It's just hard because it's like we're obviously in this era of choices where, you know, they were not owned by a larger parent company in the beginning. So they could kind of like put more time into more non-generic content, I suppose is how I'll phrase it. And now that they're owned by like a larger company, they are kind of having to prioritize profits, which means like following like where the diamonds are spent and like what VIP players want to play and so like we're just kind of watching them go through this like journey but like witness was released during a time where they were just like fuck it we'll just try to do episode and like as it turns out choices players don't want episode no if
0: we wanted episodes we'd go (laughs) we'd go play episodes yeah absolutely there's
1: already an app for that (laughs) yeah (laughs) so yeah i mean mean,
0: mean, mean, kudos i mean same with like my first two loves like the daily release mm-hmm. I mean, kudos for trying just no and a it, better story that's <laughs>
1: the thing that i have to say like i have to commend like the writers for always finishing the book because i feel like sometimes like when you see that something is a burning dumpster fire it's really easy to just be like i I'm going to completely abandon this and we're never going to do it. So I am at least proud of Pixelberry for deciding to stick with a book once it has been released. But, you know, witness it it was a dark chapter in our shared Pixelberry history. It has since been closed and it will hopefully never be reopened and I'm I'm glad that they learned, you know, they took the opportunity and they learned yeah, their lesson. I mean...
0: We we see what happens when writers give up on a story. We get open heart two and three.
1: Oh my God. Why is that the next thing on my list, Eric?
0: <laughs> Which, Keep... I mean, probably would have happened with Ride or Die too, because the writer didn't want to do a sequel.
1: Oh, but it absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Rider or Die 2
0: would have been horrible. It and probably would have been, been, really been,
1: been really bad. It would have been, it probably would have been really bad because I think that they would have had to have gone through a lot of very unlikely plot points in order to get everyone back. Yeah. Like yeah, because
0: everybody's scattered.
1: Yeah. Literally Mona's in jail. Colt decided to stay in LA. Like Ellie is somewhere on the East Coast. Logan, God knows where. (laughs) I don't know.
0: Yeah. He just took off. Yeah. And honestly, if you want a sequel, go watch Choice's Lady. (laughs)
1: Yes. Please go watch Choice's Lady Rider Die Chronicles on YouTube because her sequel is incredible
0: like, the fact that I hate Rider Die, but I love her stuff is a testament to how well she did it.
1: And also, you should also just go follow Toys' ladies. She has a couple of, like, role-playing accounts that I think she'll link to occasionally in her stories and post. But if you really are married to, like, you know, seeing the whole ride or die love story play out where like Ellie and Logan end up together. Like she has role play accounts you can follow. It's very adorable. The edits are very good. Like I and I always enjoy watching an edit from her come up because I feel like my headcanon of like Ellie and Logan somehow finding a <laughs> way back to each other is like living on. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, let's segue to open heart uh yes. because you mentioned the, it number I,
0: four open heart
1: I wrote down books two and three because both of them are pretty bad I can't really speak to three too much because I personally have never played it but perhaps three a can, dumpster fire perhaps you can provide some detail but I just know number two was really bad because they tried to kill Raphael <laughs> yeah
0: like <laughs> Like, you know that meme with the horse, like, the first part of the horse is drawn beautifully. And, like, <laughs> each section gets worse and worse till the <laughs> yeah. end's, like, a steep figure? Yeah. That, that, that's the Open Heart series. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't understand how they took such an amazing first book and then just ruined everything slowly.
1: It blows. To, like, the third
0: book, the, the characters aren't even, like, all character development's gone in the third yeah. book. Yeah. I remember, like, you yeah, have Bryce is like, I don't want people to see us together. Like, that's not who Bryce is. No.
1: And I remember, like, Raphael, like, they randomly gave him a girlfriend to, like, try to kill any ally routes that people were taking with them. Yes. And then kill him off. And then they're like, wait, we can't kill him off because, like, everyone's fucking pissed.
0: <laughs> and, like, and I'm I'm convinced that oh, at the start of book two, they're aiming for Aurora to be a love interest.
1: Mm. Because
0: you, you go to her uh, you, reunion with her. Mm-hmm. you're getting close to her and then, and then it just ends it they was really stop.
1: weird i did notice that though like halfway I, through they just gave up on that relationship yeah, like, even
0: when <laughs> even when you're sick she's like outside the window looking at you watching watching you all worriedly i'm like oh you know i'm gonna come out of one good thing will come out of this horrible story where i'll get to be with aurora and then it's just nothing
1: Hmm. yeah and i just didn't even bother to like read book three because it was yeah I just I, I don't like Ethan Ramsey so therefore I did not want to play Ethan Hart I'm still to this day like amazed whenever I see people comment on social media asking for another open heart story because I don't know what is left for them to milk out of that series like I think it's just done
0: <laughs> yeah it's there's no way they could have done a fourth book
1: Well, even if they wanted to do a fourth book, like, the comments under book three were just such, like, a raging dumpster fire that I don't think they would want to even pursue it because there were people who, and I'm not saying they're wrong for doing this, I'm just saying what I saw happen, but there were legitimately people who were posting fan cams of Aurora, like, every day under every post and listen, listen, they're probably change.org
0: right. petitions
1: oh my god like, let's still...
0: continue to make change.org totally useless
1: yeah like change.org petitions like, of open heart and write when... or die I saw one of write or die <laughs> I, I
0: always wonder like how the people who created change.org like, they're like oh it's gonna be so good people can do worthwhile petitions
1: and then you know, meanwhile like, it's people being like want... bring <laughs> this tv show back
0: <laughs> yeah bring this tv show back make ride or die too, make Aurora mm-hmm. a of love interest. I'm like, yeah. This, uh, I, the people who created Change.org are like, I hate that I created this. I like nobody is... uses this for anything serious. Yeah.
1: So yeah, Open Heart, I think was definitely, I mean, it's just so heartbreaking because like so many of their best books came from the same year that like Ride or Die or like Open Heart was released. And the fact that so many of their sequels either got canceled or- If they did go on to become series, like they just went so left, and it's just not good. (laughs) It's just bad. Um, I actually have three more points. I don't know which one I want to make my number five.
0: I want to know what all three are now. You can't tell me you have three and then only tell me what. Okay,
1: I'll try to make it relatively quick. <laughs> okay.
0: um, i have three i'm gonna tell you one of them i'm I'm gonna gonna only tell you
1: one. i'm gonna keep the other two hidden in my side pocket (laughs) for later (laughs) that's how i that's how i come back on the podcast eric is i tell you i have three points and i only reveal one and then i go (laughs) bye-bye
0: i I, I I clearly have no problems bringing people back look how many (laughs) i've done with ari and fishy i'm pretty sure i've recorded with them more than i've recorded with jerry (laughs) but we just need a topic to talk about
1: exactly um okay I'm trying to decide which one I'll guess I'll just go with Wolfbride first <laughs> oh, yeah. well, let's go. I understand this is controversial because a lot of people either really hate or love wolf Bride but for me the kidnapping scene it that's it like I don't think it needs to go any further it's like i said in the episode we did about wolf it's not so much the kidnapping it's more so the fact that there was no fucking trigger warning but there's a trigger warning for like a mystical connection between a man and a woman <laughs> like yeah, for, just...
0: for the things that they give trigger warnings for like like when they have gun violence or mm-hmm. police brutality, that stuff works. Like, yes, you should have a trigger yes, warning. Yes, you
1: should have trigger warnings for that. Kidnapping and it,
0: should have a trigger warning.
1: It, to me, the fact that there are three things that I can distinctly think of about Wolf Bride that they should have gone back and edited, but they didn't oh i guess there's two things and the third thing is something that they did go back and edit but to me the fact that there's no trigger warning and also they neither added an ending scene nor did they remove the narration hinting at an ending scene yes. you bought all the diamond scenes like the fact that they didn't do either of those two things to me goes to show that they realized how bad of a reception wolf was getting and they just Ran for the hills as soon as they finished chapter sixteen. Yeah, they were like, they're... "We're wiping our hands of this, and it's exactly. over like, because it was a disaster. They we're not going back to edit it at all,
0: no, <laughs> except for the sex scene. They'll be happy with the money it brings in because, yeah, I mean, it's a top ten. It was top ten when it was VIP only.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So clearly, there's, uh, there's, um, sadly, there's a market for it.
1: <laughs> I think there is a, and I understand a part of the appeal I'm not saying it's appealing to me but I understand where the appeal comes from because I do think that there are a lot of people who were into the quote-unquote overprotective alpha male whether or not they actually go for that type of person in real life or if it's just a fantasy that's like in their head like I think it's kind of the same sexual attraction that people may have experienced in like Game of Thrones to the Dothraki men. Like yeah. they're just kind of like really animalistic. And to a certain degree, there is kind of an appeal to that. So I think that's why it resonated with so many readers, but just for me, like I I can't personally overlook the shortcomings and shortcomings is like a nice way of putting it of the book Also that ending scene that was originally a threesome between a brother and a sister.
0: (sighs) uh, They don't touch each other. It's okay. (laughs) They're in the same room, but they don't touch each other.
1: (laughs) I just feel like we're watching like stepbrother and sister porn. (laughs) Like I just like it's just Except these two are
0: actually related.
1: (laughs) Yeah, except they're actually related. so yeah those are the many many reasons like,
0: this is this is a step too far please <laughs> luckily it was changed but it changed but then it's still awkward like, I, I just imagine one of them standing outside waiting for their turn oh god
1: like that was one of the books that once I saw why people were so mad at it I just wanted to pen a cease and desist letter to Pixelberry <sighs> like please stop please stop promoting it like oh my god um so yeah the other two that i have written down okay okay i know which one i I know which order i'm gonna go in now so the right. other one that i have written down is just the foreign affairs complete lack of sexual content despite it being so thoroughly hinted at in the beginning of the book because you, mean, like,
0: you, you didn't find swimming in your underwear was a good enough sex uh, scandal
1: no, I suppose the dry humping oh, no. and fake sex scene <laughs> with our <laughs> li wasn't enough to get me off, I suppose. <laughs>
0: yeah. That wasn't even the first. The first one, like, they went, I don't even think it was, did they even call it skinny dipping?
1: I don't, I can't or was it remember. was just in your underwear? <laughs> I, were they even in the water? Like, I can't remember because the photo was taken of them I, on the land.
0: I feel like they were in the water and then they got the picture of them when they were coming out of the lake. Okay. And they're like, this is a sex scandal. No, there's two people swimming.
1: Yeah. I don't have the heart to tell Lucas what happened, so I'm just gonna let him discover as we read on the book. I
0: can't wait till you get to the point.
1: <laughs> I just know he's gonna go on like a ten minute rant. <laughs> <laughs> because I remember in the very first episode we recorded on it, Lucas was counting down six weeks until the sex scandal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: until he finds out what the sex scandal is I, I, I cannot wait
1: and the fact that like your character can get up like in the very first chapter like stand up at the podium and be like yeah i'm a sex god <laughs> like the only thing you did was go skinny dipping, not even yeah. naked not yes. even naked you like in your, in your underwear <laughs> yeah.
0: you... oh, so much wrong like talk saw...
1: about being sheltered as I a kid
0: so, so much hype <laughs> for that book and i was like what
1: i still don't know how he doesn't
0: know who blaine is
1: yeah and then you even the child of
0: your mortal your country's enemy you don't know who this person is you've never seen this person (laughs) ever (laughs) like did your mother just keep you locked in your room with no tv and no internet
1: and then even with like the whole like okay i understand no one who's listening this kind of context to it but there was like an unpopular choices opinion bingo that was being circulated in group chat that we're in and the fact that there was a square in there for like didn't like foreign affairs i was like how is not liking foreign affairs an unpopular opinion
0: did pavel make this
1: yeah I don't know I think it's just because like a lot of people really like Blaine and to me Blaine is just so it's not that I don't like Blaine I think the plot points make it difficult to enjoy Blaine as a character even though I can see why people find them charming but for me like an entertaining sarcastic which let's be real is a run-of-the-mill ally for choices yeah I mean, Lied does not make th- up for a boring plot
0: <laughs> foreign affairs is really just watered down the freshman which is pretty sad since the freshman's already watered down <laughs> yeah i mean i love the freshman but i would never call it a good book
1: no I mean, like I, it's definitely i think i enjoyed
0: more because it was like the first thing i read yeah exactly that's the, the way i that feel
1: that's exactly the way i feel like the freshman was also my first book so i feel like a very nostalgic like love for it but to be honest like i'm very terrified of revisiting it on the podcast because You're what like, it, i'm streaming
0: in now and i'm like there's so many bad things in this book. yeah
1: well it's also because the, it went on for far too long we did not have to follow our character all the way through senior year
0: <laughs> Not even though, like even if you just do one book per year instead of four for first year oh my god yeah two for second year and then luckily yeah. the last two had one book each yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, the Halloween that was... special is actually strangely entertaining. I never I played
1: any of the holiday specials. I I,
0: I played the I played the Halloween after I finished the fourth freshman. I did. Mm. I had three days left in the week, so I did just some of the shorts. Mm-hmm. And the Halloween short was actually entertaining.
1: Okay, I'll have to I have to look into that.
0: I mean, if you just want to watch the, the hour stream, you'll see it instead of. Oh, like, is it still up on? And,
1: or, um, um, it Twitch. should be
0: I think I have Prime so I think mine stay up longer. Oh,
1: good to know I'm
0: pretty sure mine's still up
1: okay yeah I really what I know about Twitch is like just enough to stream on it like I, <laughs> I'm i not a Twitch expert by any means Um, but yeah that was my big gripe with foreign affairs I'm sure the majority of people who don't like foreign affairs is probably why my last thing and it's honestly a very small detail thing and I understand there's a lot more wrong with this book than just the one thing that I'm pointing out but my last point is about Queen Bee it's the picture of B and Kingsley that picture always pisses me off I have a screenshot in my phone of it because I remember when it made me so angry but the picture to me like Okay, let me let me do a better job of like setting the scene as to why it irritates me. So, Um, the picture is taken while B and the professor are like on the looking at it now. Oh my gosh, this makes me so angry. Um, While they're at the retreat, like the press conference that they're supposed to be presenting, and then B like attends as Kingsley's like TA and all that stuff. And it happens, like, pretty much right after B loses, like, Zoe's friendship because they're beefing with each other. And also, like, Poppy's just being a bitch per the usage in that series. And she just doesn't really have anyone to turn to. Kingsley joins her at the pool and pretty much just apologizes for all of the hot and cold of their relationship, whether it's romantic or not. And offers to be, like, a caring heir, pretty much, for her. And there, <laughs> essentially what happens is you can choose to have sex with the professor if you would like later on in the chapter. And the next morning, B will wake up with a photo of her sitting next to the professor. Um, by the pool? <laughs> by the pool. But what's really irritating about it is the fact that you can very clearly see it's the professor. but And you can see that the professor is holding someone's hand but you can't actually see who's holding yeah. their hand and to me the fact that they made such a big deal out of something that is so not incriminating because how do you prove that that's b is so annoying
0: <laughs> like, yeah no exactly uh, have you read all of the second book
1: no i haven't but it okay cons- i won't say it then okay
0: <laughs> um but honestly like the Kingsley's entire storyline in the second book makes no sense if you don't romance them.
1: I'm sure that it doesn't. I'm completely sure that it doesn't.
0: I I, I won't go in depth because I don't want to ruin anything for Mm -hmm. you, but none of it makes sense if you're not romancing them. Like, as somebody who... I think I took two scenes with them in the first book, and that's Mm -hmm. it for the entire both books. Yeah. they, They just seem like a needy person that's always around
1: <laughs> well even the end of queen b when like the professor is like following b around for like f- the last four chapters and like b is just like i just can't tell kingsley about the photo is like why not like why should not you be able to have a conversation with yeah. this person especially if it's so heavily written and forced in the dialogue that b is clearly in love with the professor like why wouldn't she be able to to sit down and have a conversation about something that could possibly be career ending for them like the entire last four chapters of it with the professor just following beer around campus and then making like a scene in front of like poppy yeah, like i was just, just like, talk about it.
0: just talk to me. my like,
1: god like it's you're crazy trying to hide
0: this relationship aren't you
1: yeah my least favorite plot point in any media of medium of entertainment is always always going to be A problem that could be solved really easily if they just sat down and talked about it like that's always the laziest plot point you can come up with
0: (laughs) which is almost in every choices book every choices book has that moment where they just talk to each other yes then none of this happens
1: it would be more understandable if it was like you want to have a conversation with someone but like they're just so busy and you can't seem to catch them like that's pretty much the yes. only time where i've had that situation happen in real life but to me if something is as pressing as that photo and the quote-unquote evidence yeah. of their relationship you should just make the time
0: and, <laughs> like, and it's not even that they don't have the time kingsley's trying to talk to you you're, yes. you're the the story's making you avoid them
1: Yeah, like, if anything, the professor should be the person who is more busy out of the professor and the
0: student. So it should seem that
1: if the professor can make time, then the student should be able to make time. But it's just be avoiding Kingsley. The the
0: student is planning an event. Yeah. (laughs) You could take five minutes and have a conversation with the professor. Yeah. Who is not doing their job.
1: That was my big, I mean, there's other gripes, but that was the one thing that I wanted to point out about Queen Bee. There's obviously other things that's wrong with the book, but <laughs> that's what I wrote down.
0: First book was much more entertaining than I ever expected it to be. Just as a chaotic story.
1: Yeah. No, I mean everyone in it is a horrible person, but
0: yeah, I mean yeah. book two is just a rehash of book one,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is sad because I expected. It, I'm like, oh, they change it up a bit, but no, and then it's just the same book over again
1: yeah i mean they pretty much eat like i played the first two or three chapters and like they pretty much just made it, it here's what here's what happened i'm going to summarize based off of like what i've played but they introduced a character who really isn't that much different from b in book one because b was the type of person who's like i have to take poppy down and destroy this whole like idea pretty much of like the popular kids being in charge and then what do they do they just end up becoming swallowed and eaten by the same social chain that they claim to hate yeah. and the antagonist in the second book does the same thing yeah <laughs> like
0: i need to take you down yeah because you're popular now
1: i need to break the system Except by becoming the system instead of
0: a <laughs> instead of, uh, full rankings it's just going to be me versus you yeah <laughs> like we got rid of the rankings now we're gonna rank the two of us. Yeah. What? <laughs> why?
1: <laughs> it's basically the rankings but a versus <laughs> two two one versus one versus.
0: Also, why does anybody go to this school? Like, I don't know. You know something something like this this would leak out and be all over the news for Fox News would kill this school. Yeah. Yeah, no tucker carlson my... would, tucker carlson carlson would have a segment on this school <laughs> i hate him but he would have a segment on this school and i would, <laughs> I, I would hate it even more because i would probably agree with him on this one mm-hmm. and i'd never want to agree with tucker carlson ever
1: <laughs> but yeah that was my list of five ended up becoming a list of seven <laughs> yeah. Issues with my, my... You, you, you,
0: you can't just say I have three, and yeah. I have three. Which one should I tell you? No, tell and me the, all three.
1: We were able to fit it into the time allotted, so I did my yes. job as guest.
0: Yes, we're <laughs> just a little bit over,
1: just a tiny bit over.
0: So, they definitely thank you for joining me.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. It's exciting we'll definitely to have finally to do it again sometime. Yes, once we find another topic that we can both discuss, that hopefully isn't choices.
0: <laughs> I, I had to return a favor since you let me go on your podcast. So,
1: you know what? I I just feel lucky to be here.
0: Yeah. So again, yeah, uh, V has new episodes come out Friday at midnight Eastern time. Yes, and sometimes she streams, but not often anymore, or not, not at all often. anymore
1: not not really often she
0: used to stream mondays and tuesdays
1: i used to the replays are still up on youtube if anyone wants to watch them
0: (laughs) i finally got to play life is strange it was awesome
1: it's a really good game
0: i've played like 50 hours of it
1: have you you finished it already right
0: yeah i've played both romantic routes and i finished wavelengths gotcha i prefer stephanie but that's just me there's nothing wrong with there's
1: nothing and you know what there's nothing about that sentiment that surprises me I knew you were going to go for Stephanie
0: it's just who I am Stephanie (laughs) matches characters I like and there's not. it's nothing against Ryan I actually liked his playthrough as well I just liked Stephanie's better
1: Mm -hmm.
0: both were really good playthroughs yeah And the ending shocked me I wasn't expecting one thing that happened at the end, but I don't want to ruin it for people who haven't played all the way through.
1: Maybe we could make a uh, Life is Strange specific podcast.
0: Totally. That's something we both like. Yeah. (laughs) We both played all the way through. Yeah. (laughs) Jerry won't like it. He doesn't like Life is Strange. Oh, okay. He thinks it's mid, but he thinks a lot of things are mid, so. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, I will let you go. Thank, Thank you, you for, for joining me. me. Thank you for having me. And I'll, I look forward to hearing your next episodes.
1: Oh, it's nice of you to say that, even though I know you don't like ride or die.
0: <laughs> I'll still listen. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to the choices game. Choices Yeah.
1: yeah. We, and we I, will
0: record, I will record a message and send it because it just it, it feels really bad of me to suggest for people to do it and then not do it.
1: Maybe I should listen to it on stream. Maybe that'll be what we do. That works. Yeah.
0: I I think, I don't know if you watched the, we had a really good one with Martian Cat with like me, her, Fishy, and Brandon. That was really fun. She did like a ask me anything. I wanted
1: to join that one, but I was afraid of encountering spoilers because I think all four of you have VIP. And that was like the main reason why I didn't join.
0: (laughs) Yeah. it, It was, it was really fun. Mm hmm it was really fun just the four of us talking
1: yeah i'm sure I'm Hopefully, she sh- does it again i'm sure it was very fun because yeah, like, the idea we were just going
0: to talk about our our best and worst of choices books but then people started asking questions and we started answering people's questions
1: mm-hmm.
0: so it, it was fun but i i kept you long enough you can i know you have to get some sleep hang out with your boyfriend
1: yes he brought pizza so i'm gonna go eat that
0: Tell Lucas I said hello and to give up on Gabe.
1: <laughs> It'll never happen.
0: <laughs> His disappointment coming.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think, well, I think he's already had the disappointment, but he just continues hanging on for some reason.
0: Yeah, well, it works for that. That, that That's who he is. We yep. accept
1: it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> All right. Thanks, V. I'll talk to you later.
1: See ya. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for joining us today. Thanks to V for taking part in the discussion. You can follow her on Twitter at Play Choices Podcast, where she posts about life and choices. And she has new episodes of her po- Play Choices Podcast every Friday at midnight. And as always, you can follow us at Jerry and Eric1 on Twitter. Again, thank you for joining, and we hope to see you next time.